Good morning. I grew up in a Christian home, grew up here at Calvary Bible Church. Um, many of you probably remember me running around these halls and doing, you know, telling me to stop, and I probably wouldn't listen. I did what I wanted to do at that time. That was just how it was. As a kid, you know, we see that. But when I think of my life, and when I think of when I would say that I accepted Christ, at the age of seven, as Sister Vivi, most of you remember Sister Vivi in a junior church, she gave a message about hell. And let's be honest, as a kid, you hear hell, you hear heaven. Which one you want to go to? Well, I want to go to heaven. So what I responded to her, talked to her a little bit more about it, and I had said I accepted Christ as my Lord and personal Savior. Now, when that happened, did that mean my life was perfect? No, it wasn't. In fact, I would question a lot of things in my life because as I got older as a teenager, I would say that I was a big hypocrite. Because I grew up in the church, I knew all the right answers, I knew how to fool every Sunday school teacher, I knew how to fool people around me. In fact, even though it's happened, there are many people who have said that I would become a youth pastor at Calvary Bible Church, but at that point, I wasn't in no way, should have been a youth pastor at Calvary Bible Church, but I played the Christian game. I faked the face. I knew what to show people, so they thought that I had it all together, and that my relationship with Christ was strong. But the reality was it wasn't. In fact, we would go to World Life Camp every single year, and I would, I would actually get a quiet time diary, and I would do that every single day. But I would say at that point, I wasn't living my life for God. In fact, every time you went to World Life, they would give an altar call to come throw your stick in the fire and give your life over to Christ. And what would I do? I would go up and throw my stick in the fire and say, Lord, I'm giving my life over to you. But the reality is I was holding so much from, from him because I wanted to live my life the way I wanted to live it, not to give it all to him. And so as I grew and, and you know, went through life and went through different difficulties, you know, again, I played the Christian game. No one would have thought that. No one would have known that. But God, when I was 18 years old, I went to world life. And it came a point in my life where I said, you know what? This is it. This is the time that I'm going to throw the stick in the fire and say, God, I'm giving you my life. And whatever you want to do with my life, you do. And it was real. It was that time I said, I want to be a true disciple of Christ. Tired of playing the game. Because playing the game is very hard. Because you put a mask on for people to see. But in other words, you're living a whole different life. Fast forward, you know, when, when in life did I want to become a youth pastor in ministry? Well... That wasn't my first thing I wanted to do. In fact, when I graduated high school, I worked at Charles Carey and Son for three years and worked there, and I thought that was great. You know, that was making money, you know, and making money at that age was pretty good, you know, no bills like that. So what I was getting, I thought, well, this is great. You know, this is, this is the life right now. But God did a major thing in my life. In fact, I still wanted to play baseball. I, was, I used to play baseball. Um, I loved playing baseball, and... God had a different plan, even at a youth group event. I, I skipped a baseball game thinking I was doing the right thing for God. Because, you know, we had youth group that night, and I was helping lead a junior high youth group. And I said to myself, well, I'm going to be the example. I'm going to skip the game and go to youth group and be the leader that God has called me to do. Well, that night when I went to youth group, I thought I was Michael Jordan. And I tried to go between two defenders. And next thing you know, I broke my left arm, which was my pitching arm. 
So that meant my whole baseball career basically was gone. Um, you know, in fact, today I still can't straighten my left arm all the way. It was fractured. It wasn't broken all the way. So I still have problems with it. It's stiffened. I had to pull it sometimes. So God had a different plan. And so he showed me that. And he said, you know what? It was a time when I was about 20 years old. Um, Calvary had no youth pastor. And, you know, it was Terrence, myself, and Tamson. And we tried to run, we ran the youth group at that time. And that's where I felt God was calling me into full-time ministry. So I went to World Life Bible Institute and learned more about the Word. Um, to get, because that's when I really let my faith become my faith. It wasn't just the Calvary faith or the church faith. You know, it was my faith then because I was learning about God's word. I could defend God's word. I could do what I could at that point. I knew what it said. So fast forward again. When I came, when I was about 23 years old, um, Tamsin and I, we got married. And then I went to Spanish Wells to the People's Church, and I was a youth pastor there for seven years. Now, life in ministry is supposed to be great, right? Supposed to be a great picture. Supposed to, everything's supposed to work out well, and everything's supposed to be you know, perfect. Well, it wasn't. Um, when I was over there, Tamsin and I were planned out. We wanted to have kids. And we found out that we couldn't have kids. And that was a devastating time in our lives because you know what the hard part about it was? Was that we were doing God's work. We were in ministry. We were doing what God wanted to do. He's called us to this. But why can't we have kids? In fact, in our youth group, we had a girl who was pregnant at that time, a teenage girl. So the question was, God, why? Just like in the video, we questioned God. Why did you allow this to happen? I'm doing your work, God. I'm doing what I can for you. Why are you bringing this suffering in my life? Well, as you know, we have a beautiful daughter in Mercy who we adopted in December 2009. She was born on New Year's Eve. And even with that, it wasn't like everything went smoothly because we didn't know when it was going to happen and we had to fly over quickly and then, you know, we had a problem coming back and all these things were happening and those questions, why God? But you know what I could say today is that I would not trade any of that for, the, for, for anything. Because I look at Mercy and I look at her and I love her and Tamsin, we both love her and that's no different to us. She is our child. So this morning, if you didn't know, Mercy is adopted. Some of you probably never knew that, you know. So the reality is, is this. The thing that helped me through that time of trouble was a song. And as we, we sing it, and there's a tag in a song, but it's also found in Job. You give and you take away. You give and take away. My heart will say, blessed be your name. And that's what helped me through that time. That's what helped me through those struggles because in reality, things were not supposed to go that way in my eyes. But God's sovereign plan was better than my plan. And like I said, I look at that and I look at my life and I say, you know what? It's because of my faith in Christ that I can say I am where I am today. And every step of my life, like I said, as a Christian, there are many times that we try to paint the perfect picture, but the reality is that we all struggle. And we all have problems. But we have a God who we can go to with those problems. And he is our hope. He is our anchor in those problems. And if I had to think about a verse that I would say this morning has been, you know, my life verse, it would be Philippians 3.8. It talks about how I count everything as loss 
for the surpassing worth of knowing Christ. And the key word of that is knowing. I want to continue to know him more and more every day of my life. Because I realize that I don't know everything. And I think as Christians, if we look at our lives, and we are real with people, and we show them the truth, and we tell them the truth. You know, like I said in that song, blessed be your name. You give and you take away. We can hold on to the anchor, who is Jesus Christ, who is our hope in everything that we go through. Thank you.